And uh, also, I just finished like a COVID shutdown rebuild on the MV, oh. so I was looking for an excuse. And it was downhill all the way here, so you worried about getting home. <laughs> pretty, pretty much, yeah, yeah. Now I've got a mate with a trailer coming in. <laughs> It just takes a bit of planning. Yeah. Love so we don't it, love have it. any niche historic trailers here, Chris. You no, know, we don't. I'm going to look at that as a, as a, as a category, actually. Trailers in coffee. Totally I can see the spin-off. Hey, yeah. hey. Like bring it, well, as you know, Bring It Trail is quite successful in the US, right? Actually, isn't that a great Massively. thing, too? Isn't and it? there's an Australian version here. Yeah. Um, is there? I didn't yes, know. Yes, there is. The guys approached me. Um, and I've forgotten the name of it now, but there is an Australian version. Now, what is it about, what is it about seeing things like rusty barn finds and stuff like that that just makes you there was I took a photo of a 928 an old 928 right. around the corner from my home the other day and and it's really it's what some people call patina and I call you know other people's farts <laughs> and, I, and I just you I look at it and I just want to save it you know there's yeah and I think thing. there's that caring nature of the motor collector yeah there's yeah. that that I want to really you know nurture this thing to, to life you, which will cost you a billion dollars yeah of course yeah <laughs> but you can't imagine letting it go and i did actually learn a valuable lesson it was what it would have been 2005 i guess the 50th anniversary of the citroen ds right i wrote a big feature in wheels on on the 50th anniversary of that car that was so far ahead of a time yeah, that never actually yeah. came but the goddess <laughs> but um but there was but I, I saw a yard of about 14 of them and they were in varying stages of decay and i thought oh my god i just want to save them all and then <laughs> and then it dawned on me that just makes you the next guy with 14 yards. Correct. <laughs> 14 Correct. of them in a yard. you just don't get around to doing it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But they yeah. do say you're the custodian for the next person. I mean, I'm going to have this car forever. Someone else is going to take over. Usually yeah. the kids will sell it with a deceased state. Yeah. But someone yeah. else will be the custodian. As most of my cars I, are for sale here yeah. are. <laughs> I know mine will. But you're right. I mean, I honestly feel like just with the MV, I'm the second owner. It was a good mate of mine took right. delivery of what a brand new. 72. 72. 72. Beautiful. Back your condition. Delivered. Thank you. Delivered new in Adelaide. And a mate of mine, another motoring journalist, Bob Jenny bought it and uh, and I bought it off Bob in 2001 and uh, and so I've had it ever since and people say oh nice restoration you go like I kind of basically just, <laughs> just kept it, it clean up. so Michael bike or a car guy where are you um it's a really good question so I got my first uh, I'm the son You're of both. A, I'm the son of a motor racer racing driver or oh, in okay. fact two racing it's drivers wow. and he was yeah. a journalist and whatever as well my dad who's still around he's yes. 85 now wow, wow. so a lot of sons of um, of racing driver dads 
rebelled and went motorcycle racing, uh-huh. so I did that. Uh-huh. But then cars were my living for, you know, I mean, I'm sort of winding back a bit now, but sure. for 38 years with Wheels Magazine right. and what have you. And what happened was, it's probably a terrible thing to have to confess, but driving, particularly for the Financial Review, I was their motoring editor for 10 years, right. you're driving a new, incredibly sophisticated thing every week. Um, and then you want something that takes you back to the more raw connection. I think what we're seeing today and, is exactly that. Yeah, and so if it's not a classic car, it's a bike. And in fact, a bike does it perhaps even better than a classic car, yeah, I wow. would dare yeah. say. Interestingly, the Shannon's Auctions that just finished mm-hmm. has a collection of beautiful old cycle bikes. Yeah, yeah. cycle and, uh, bikes. So, well, you know, bicycle... Um, oh, yeah, like moped kind yeah, of things. Yeah, yeah. But, but they're old. They're 19... 20, 30, 40. Right, okay. They sold for huge sums of money. That, that sort of surprises me almost because there's a it's it's such a generational thing, you know. I'm, I bought my 911 at a fantastic time, right. which was 2012, um, because in 2014 or something, they just went nuts. Mm. And it was because of people who were just such big cliches like me, which was like, my God, I'm turning 50. Right, I need... I'm not going to be president of the universe. I'm not going to be a stuntman, <laughs> a neurosurgeon, a Hollywood star, etc., etc. I better at least tick off one box. In <laughs> so, Out of Porsche. So, yes, yeah, so it's a generational thing. And it's all the kind of late baby boomers. Fantastic. Finally, kids are growing up a bit, etc. Et so, Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, it's excellent. Excellent. So, j- journalism today, compared to when we were young, avid monthly readers of magazines, oh, you'd go to the news agent and just scroll the shelf and buy it. It's usually a big poster. Yeah. Things have changed now, hasn't it? Man, why, why are you taking me there, Peter? Why are you taking <laughs> me there? <laughs> I'm taking you here. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, like do, do you need to be blonde and have a good set on you to, to be famous <laughs> to on Instagram be, to get a, a to be a social media influencer and talk um, about a Ford Focus or something I, like that like, I guess yeah it, it really did change but I mean I can see why obviously you know I, I yearn for the glory days the last thing I want you know at 58 is to sound like that 58 year old journalist <laughs> oh things were different in my bloody day I'll tell you Sonny but, but they were um, the, and because I started in, well, I started at Motor Magazine in, um, or Modern Motor as it was then in 1983, and then went to Wheels in '86, and still writing for Wheels, believe it or not. Um, more, you know, very much in a part-time sense now. But it seems to me that there was, I mean, the journalists that I worked with and grew up with and trained with were guys who were genuinely passionate, just full-on gearheads. Yeah, right. All really good, not all, almost all really good drivers. People like Bob Jennings, who I bought the MV off, used to race Formula 2. Peter McKay had, I don't know how many runs at Bathurst. Paul Gover, likewise, you know, um, series production championships and all sorts of things. I had a bit of a dabble in racing and rallying and, and when someone was silly enough to loan me a car. And um, I have a 100% success rate at Bathurst. There you go. Yeah, and I drove in a, uh, in a production car race there in 97. Uh, with two other journos, and we won our class. So, uh, so long as I never go back to Bathurst, <laughs> my win rate's intact. Not like that, you know, that no talent Brock. Yeah, exactly. How many times did he have oh, to go there? Totally. <laughs> and always left at the last minute, lap record, well, last yeah, lap. Yeah, last what was he lap. doing the rest of the day? Know, just staring the crowd, yeah. obviously. Staring yeah. out the window. Oh. But um, yeah, so it, so it was very different. And now, as as I, you know, may have mentioned earlier. Um, I think from the car company's points of view, though, you know, they'll sort of say, well, do I want to bring along crusty, cynical, you know, hardened journalist Michael Stahl, who's going to just criticise the car, compare it against 
compare it against rivals and stare, you know, sort of um, complain about the woofly turn-in, you know, steering response and and the NVH and the ride quality and stuff. Or do I want, you know, Bambi Boob Tube, who's you know probably come to the uh, come to the launch in an Uber and, and reckons that anything's fabulous, you know, so uh, and has and has you know and two point eight million followers. And Bambi was talking about your article last what, week. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I didn't know she was a fan. I, I had another fifty-three minutes to wait, so I just caught up. Wheels magazine, so, you know. So it's very different, and I think, uh, unfortunately, that's, well, it's just the reality, I believe, that's a reflection on the market as well, because people aren't as, do you know what, and I think the rot begins with, people don't even wash their own cars anymore, you know, you take it up to the car wash and whatever and have it done, and I know I, I have built, because I grew up in a car family, I have such a relationship with my cars, motorcycles, stuff like that, because you, you know, you go, oh my God, I've got a new stone chip, while you're washing it, you know, you think, oh, there's a new rattle, and you dive in and fix it, these days you jump onto a forum and see what it's about. I've got such a relationship with my machines, and yeah. I don't think that happens anymore, because you get your BMW on tick and you turn it over every three years and you get the next one and um, yeah, it's just it's a different it's a different thing I don't have that relationship with my mobile phone and right, my daughters right. probably think that's you know sacrilegious yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I, I think with the crowds that turn up here there's a certainly described that quite well the, the, the intimate relationship even washing a car knowing every curve and Christ that's your stuff. coffee no it's not <laughs> <laughs> it's not actually I don't know who's that sorry oh, okay. <laughs> oh, someone else I reckon that COVID thing's all BS yeah, anyway. Yeah, and you yeah. can't get it twice. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. I no, 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 no. Yeah, people are in love with their cars. You can see it. You know, they're not your standard BMW, top of the line owner that you know comes down here. They want to, they want to see real metal, real stuff that's around the cars. You know, look, I've got a 1960 Eldorado. That's Seville. you. Yeah, that is you. That is me. Struggle, <laughs> <laughs> and that's me behind him, the 968. So, is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. I was just thinking before the last time I saw a 968 cab was probably at the launch of it. Yeah. Oh, geez. So, and oh. that's another weird thing for me is these things don't seem sort of old you know like yeah. like I went to the launch of the 89 well the G50 gearbox 911 in right. 88 Whoa. you know and I sort of think well that's not that long ago no is, but it is, is <laughs> it? but it is Michael yeah I fear it is yeah very good excellent so what are you doing now you, I mean, you're, you're motoring or you're journalism or um, you're well, because of, because of all the the, uh, the, rant, the rant I had earlier, yeah, because the industry's changed so much. I mean, I still have, you know, two children and a mortgage and, you know, car and motorcycles and things to take care of. So um, it just got sort of more and more difficult. I mean, people are earning less money in journalism, not more. And a, and a friend of mine well, and a colleague said it's kind of become a hobby. So, I, so at the end of last year, I, I'd had three years editing a luxury magazine, which was great because I'm also oh. interested in watches and so forth. Well, Rob Report, the Australian oh, okay, edition of yeah, Rob well, Report well. launched, yeah. And uh, I did that for three years, and um, yeah, you know, and it's, it's their latest issues, just fantastic, fantastic actually. Really? It's a brilliant oh, okay. issue, yeah. Oh. I wish it were mine. But um, yeah, so that was great because I love traveling and watches and other sorts of, you know, bourgeois, you know, love wank, the, wanky love things. The, love the bourgeois lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so, um, so yeah, so then I, I kind of gave that up and then wrote a book and then was just kind of looking at... Um, at the the journalism thing and thought geez no i think i need to go for a corporate writing gig so yeah so i've picked up a, a role as corporate editor for a um, corporate 
well, editor for a, a construction company, which oh, is wow. great, actually. Nice bunch of people. My my biggest reservation was turning up in an office at 8.30 every morning because I'm a little bit kind of free-range. I'm a lone wolf. I'm a badass. And I thought, how am I going to turn up being the next guy with a dangly lanyard thing? <laughs> Mate, I had two weeks of that and COVID hit, and they're like, work from home. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so what was your first Good. article? Why would you buy next class? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, well, it's, it's not. It's actually all their proposals and things. They're yeah. launching business. Oh, okay. So I used to write about kind of, you know, 100 or four hundred thousand dollar cars and now I'm writing about sort of eight hundred million dollar construction <laughs> yeah. things yeah. Yeah. which is great it's, it's a really interesting yeah it is it's an interesting field mostly because I'm working around um, uh, engineers and my whole life really my whole career has it's been about talking to engineers and interesting people like that designers and then interpreting that for uh, a human audience, right, right, <laughs> you know, right, right. people who don't wear propeller. We, I mean, we, I know you're an avid listener of the podcast. We had engineers on the on one episode explain to us how to build a road. Yeah. The topic was, yeah, yeah, how wow. do you build a road? Yeah, right. And it just, just doesn't there, appear. There is a lot more to There's it. There's like moving mountains to fill up gullies and yeah, yeah, it's it's a like specification, hill, hill. Yeah, yeah. specification of gravel and all yeah, sorts of stuff and, like and that. Yeah. And then looking at, they had three weather apps because yeah. when they filled the gully and the plumbing wasn't ready, the last thing you want is rain to wash it away. Indeed. Like it was just more to it than just That's all the sort of stuff that I'm, yeah, that I'm doing. Know. And in fact, if anything, I'm in danger of kind of nerding out and going, oh, right, they're, and they're like, do you need to, are you building this thing or, do you, or are you just writing about it? Have you got enough information yet? Because we've actually got work to get on with. I'm yeah. all, all right. But, but uh, anyway, it's great. So I've become one of those guys, as I mentioned to Chris earlier, who has cars as my passion, yeah. but I do something else for a living after 38 years of having been spoiled yeah, rotten, you know, being, being able to have... Um, to, oh, that's good, actually, to, to, you know, because yeah. you don't over-top yourself on, on cars. I mean, did you find you you're getting bored with the whole car conversation when you're in the peak of it? I watch... It changed, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh, beautiful beetle turning up. Tourist um, Magnificent, sorry, yeah. Lost tourists, they flew in in The bags, the racks, the whole shooting match. I've said it before about cars and coffee events is... is it's like car porn that makes you question your orientation because you kind of go like oh Plymouth Barracuda and then like oh Trabant (laughs) (laughs) to wrap it up if you now there was a box of bowler keys looking at today's turnout which one would you go home with? That skyline over there. It's oh, a yeah. GTR. I think it's called a KPGC 10 or KCGP. It's, it's, it's a GT tribute to a GTR 72 model. Yeah. Prior to, and that, just after the Prince takeover. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. That was the first, that was the yeah, exactly. seminal skyline GTR. And around. it's called a KPGC 10 or a KGB or a CBGB or something like that. KPGC 10, I think it's called. And that, I would be all over that thing like a cheap suit. Uh, it is gorgeous. It is beautiful. That's amazing. Well, mate, thank you for coming on. Thank a you pleasure, for a couple Peter. of minutes. Mate, thank pleasure. you very much. Uh, wonderful, Chris, Michael. Avid reader. Thank you so and, much. Um, well, you know, we'll do a form one in the studio one day. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a link and, uh, and we'll have a, a more formal chat. Mate, I would enjoy that very much. Right. Thank All you. Right. Thank All you. The best. Thank Cheers. You. Thanks. Go for it, bud. You want the coffee now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>